Welcome to Jeff in Motion. Uh, this is going to be a doubly weird episode. Not only from what I mentioned on Monday, where, you know, I'm having vacation and this is Wednesday and yada yada. Um, I also have the flu? Um, or just a cold, or I don't know what you would call it specifically. And, um... Basically, you guys are going to help keep me awake and alive until I get home and can take some acetaminophen and some Robitussin. Now, oh, excuse my yawn. Hi. It's cold in our office, a lot. Um, and it's to the point, like, I know that, uh, scientifically speaking, being cold doesn't actually make you sick, but I also know that being cold does lower your immune system, in addition to, uh, only sleeping four or five hours a night every night. Um, that'll also lower your immune system. So, I mean, basically, I did this to myself by tacking on the, uh, the lack of sleep to the cold office. Why this had to happen the day before I go on vacation or two days before I go on vacation, that I don't fucking know. Now, my mom has a theory that it was because, you know, my body knows it's going to be resting, so, you know, it weakened its immune system so it could do that, and I don't... She didn't cite any uh, peer-reviewed papers on that uh, information, so I don't think... I'm going to take it at face value. I'm not going to take it at face value. I don't, I don't. <laughs> oh. This flu has been accompanied by some rather significant lower back soreness. So breathing too heavily hurts, especially yawning, which I'm doing a lot because I'm very tired because I'm sick. So there's that. Um, and yesterday uh, we were... Because what I'm doing for my vacation is staying home. Um, I won't use the term staycation because that makes me want to... Just open my wrists with a... Razor blade, I don't know what it is about that word, but staycation just makes my penis shrivel up and fall off. I just can't, can't use it. But I mean, by the easiest definition, in the shortest amount of words, I'm having a staycation. And uh, the, the catalyst for this was my uh, brother-in-law and his family, his lovely wife and 10-month-old son, 
coming over to stay for a week. Because he grew up in this area, and he's visiting friends. He's got a wedding to be to. Um, his band, Tracer, is uh, doing a reunion show. And basically, I decided that I'd like to stay home, relax for a week, and help out wherever I could. You know, wrangling the kids and helping people do... You know, just, you know, helping. And so, the, you know... The cruel twist of fate is... I've been rather useless as far as helping goes. The last two days. Because I got home, like... I don't remember my drive home yesterday. At all. And that's not too uncommon. But, like... I wasn't retaining it as it was happening. Like... I took... It was easily... Easily one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life was maintaining concentration enough to drive the 45 minutes home yesterday. And like... Honestly, I'd tell you what was going through my head the whole time, but I don't know if I can make it make sense. Uh, my my, My game... My brain was playing an iOS game I got recently called Color Zen and it was imagining levels and playing them just to be doing something to stay awake Um, I didn't actively do this but the entire 45 minutes that was the only thing that played in my head were these made up levels of Color Zen so that I've never uh, it was a completely unique experience to me I've never been that loopy and driving it was not safe um, but I also have no money <laughs> so I couldn't you know hire a taxi to get me home I couldn't and god uh, hiring a taxi to take me 45 minutes and then my car would still be in Williamsport so I'd have to find a way to get like there it just wasn't an option um, so I made it home. I made it home safely, amazingly. And like oddly, I didn't hit the rumble strips at all. I didn't like I drove relatively safely to my knowledge, and I could not tell you how. I was on complete autopilot. Um, and then I got home, and we still had some things to do to get the house ready for to have guests over for a week. And I, you know, I ate the dinner that Aislinn made me, which was delicious. And, um, I took some Robitussin and some acetaminophen and immediately started going into probably a mild robo-trip because part of whatever sickness I've got is I am just monstrously cold all the time. Um... And the entire 45-minute drive, I had had my heat cranked in 85-degree weather to the point where I could tell the liquid was evaporating off of my eyes, but I still felt cold. Like, the liquid on my eyes felt hot, but everything else was goosebumps and whatnot. Um, (laughs) It was scary. It was fucking scary. 
so I was massively dehydrated. Um, I hadn't had much of an appetite. I had been nauseous most of the day. So, and I'd also exercised a little more in the morning. So, like, my total calories was low in general. So I took your regular dosage of Robitussin, two tablespoons for an adult my size, and nearly immediately got funny. And not haha funny, like, I was definitely a hindrance to my wife help, like, setting the house up. And uh, to the point where my wife handed me a GPS unit and said, take this upstairs and get it updated so I can use it tomorrow to pick up my brother. And I was like, okay, and it was basically, get out of my hair, you're insane right now. And I did that, and I went into the office, which houses Mort the Snake, and uh, we always have the windows closed, and uh, so it's always the warmest room of the house. And I had had a glass of water when I got home with dinner, and that helped with the dehydration, but sitting in the room, in the hot room, made me dehydrate again, and I nearly passed out. So I got out of the room, I nearly went head over shoulders down the stairwell, and then I just sat in the stairwell. And my body, I think I was beginning to faint? I don't know. But I, all I know is I wasn't able to, like, I was slumped, my head was up against the wall, sitting on the stairwell. My breathing... I couldn't keep my eyes open. Uh, my breathing became ever increasingly shallow. I felt like I was underwater. Um, my breathing slowed. And to the point where... I was breathing... Every... Ten or so seconds, like, <sighs> and I didn't know if I was going to stop breathing or not. Um, it seemed like it was a potential outcome that I would just die on the stairwell the night before my brother-in-law comes over for a week and two days before a fucking week's vacation which I have not taken a week's vacation since I moved out of my parents' house like it has been upwards of seven or eight years since I've taken seven days off of work consecutively and I mean there's a weekend in there so five days you know whatever And, like, I touched... I, I touched the void last night, ladies and gentlemen. And it came to a point... Where I felt it was my decision... To keep breathing... Or just let go. And... You know... Just let it all be over. Let all the stress be gone not have to feel sick anymore 
not have to drive 45 minutes to work every weekday. Just let it all slip away. And it wouldn't be selfish. It wouldn't be suicide. It would, I got sick and died. That happens to people. It wasn't my fault. It just happened. Nobody could blame me for that. It was a perfect out. You know, I, I, the door was open and all, I just had to let it all go. Just stop trying to breathe. Because at that point I had to try to breathe. And I don't know how long I sat on the stairwell like that. As you can imagine, I was more focused on breathing. But I know every once in a while I'd get the strength to lift my head up and then it would fall back down with a thud against the wall. And I also knew that my wife was outside cleaning up the cars so there was no chance she was going to hear me if I just thudded my head against the wall a couple times. So that wasn't an option for me. I considered balling up my fist and banging on the wall, which I was leaning against. But my body just wasn't doing that. I told my fist to ball up and my arm just hung limp. And I said, well, I'm able to breathe, barely. Maybe I can shout. She might hear that. And I tried to shout. And the best I got was a... Ah, ah. So that didn't pan out too well. And then I was... I had my decision to make. Do I just let myself go? Let it all be over? Never have to stress again? Never have to worry about having enough money to pay a bill? Or eat? Or... Do I will myself to breathe until someone finds me? Which could be in 30 seconds or it could be in half an hour. I don't know. I also don't know how how time is passing. And, uh, hon, I know you're listening to this. The reason I didn't tell you this is because this is what was going on in my head. My logical brain knows that I probably wasn't anywhere close to dying. I was probably close to passing out where my body would take over for itself and you'd just find me passed out on the stairs. But in the moment, it felt like I was deciding, actively deciding between life and death. And obviously, I did not give in to the void. I did not let myself slip slowly into the 
inky black darkness of the stairwell. I tried to move. And I didn't. But I was able to breathe a little faster. And I decided that I'll be damned if I am going to ruin this trip for Aislinn's brother-in-law and his wife and their young son, Edgar. And I'll be damned if I'm going to ruin their visit for my wife, who's been looking forward to it for months. Months. And I'll be damned if all the work she has put into making the house acceptable and decent and cleaning up all the old baby equipment was going to be in vain. Also, you know, the things that are worth living for. Love. My kid. Uh, Rayman Legends for the Wii U coming out September 9th. Living is ultimately a better option. Despite the stresses. So very slowly... And I don't know what it was. If it was me cooling off in the stairwell with a breeze. If it was adrenaline pumping because I decided I wanted to live. I don't know. But something made it so I could hold my head upright. Something gave me the strength in my arms to scoot myself down one more stair. And I've made progress. Hooray. I'm not going to die here on the stairs. I'm not going to give in to a cold, a flu. I am going to survive, damn it. I'm going to make it to tomorrow. And I am going to order pizza and eat it. And I am going to go to the brew pub on Thursday, my favorite uh, brewery, and see Rift Tracks Live, Starship Troopers on Thursday. I am going to see them perform for the first time in 10 years on Sunday and host a bonfire slash after party for them that evening. I'm going to record a podcast with two of the guys, maybe three if we can get Skype hooked up, from the Portable Power Podcast, Monday evening. I'm going to fill in itinerary later on Tuesday. And I'm going to be able to watch my daughter as my wife drives them to the airport on Wednesday. I'm gonna do it, damn it. And past that, I'll go back to work and shit like that. So I've made it one more step down. And I make it a second step down. And I've got my eyes open at this point. Um, I'm able to, I have more motion in my arms. 
and I'm able to stand. A little off balance, but I make it. And I stumble downstairs. Not falling, just clumsily. Now I get myself a glass of water because I'm pretty sure what's happening is a bout of dehydration from sitting in the hot, hot computer room. And I go and I find my wife and she's still cleaning out the car. And she's frustrated that she's got to do a lot of the getting ready by herself. But not actively angry at me. She knows that I can't help being sick. That doesn't stop me from apologizing for it. And then she comes inside and uh, she starts to get the crib ready for baby Edgar. And uh, I help to my ability, but I start to feel faint again. And I sit down in a chair next to where she's working. And I slowly slip back into barely being able to breathe. But, um, at this point, I'm sitting next to her and uh, I've got a cup of water in my hand and I'm just breathing heavily, just... (sighs) All I want to do is be near her and help her, but that's obviously not what I'm doing. She's out of time. These are things she can't stop doing, and I'm a goddamn adult. I can take care of myself when I'm sick. So, as politely as she can, through probably more frustration than I can imagine, she's like, if you're feeling bad, go sit down somewhere, but get out of here, you're not helping. Or something similar. I don't know. I was a little loopy and I was embarrassed, of course. But she wasn't wrong. I wasn't helping. I was just making her feel bad for doing work that had to be done. So I went and I sat on the couch and I don't know how long I was there, but I finished my water and finishing the water really helped me out, brought my brain back. I came in and I was like, hey, sorry, you know, I got dehydrated. I can help again. And I do. I managed to help and I managed to break a window while putting an AC unit in, which is just great. So we had to deal with that and the adrenaline rush from breaking the window made me not feel sick in any any way. Adrenaline, man, it's the best medicine. Then Nason drove me to our parents' house and we picked up my daughter, who they were watching, so that we, you know, we could do these things, help get the house ready. 
And uh, that's where my mom gave me the sage advice. You know, hey, if you slept a little more and you wouldn't feel sick and you're only sick because you're going on vacation because your body knows that it'll be able to relax so therefore it got sick. And I said, Then we went home and I did dishes because I mean I was just feeling mildly sick at that point. Uh, my fever had gone down shortly after um Shortly after I came out of my second funk, I took my temperature, and I had a temperature of 104 degrees. No. Well, yes, 104 degrees. Because when saying numbers, and signifies a decimal point. Just a little tip. 104, that is 104. 104 is 100.4. For those of you who don't remember elementary math. I apologize if there's more ambient noise today. I'm in my mom, my mom, my wife's car um, because my car is more reliable, and she had to go pick up her brother and family about an hour away. I hope my phone isn't overheating again. That would be a massive bummer. Absolutely massive bummer. I don't think it is. And I, I emailed work because it was obvious that something was up yesterday. I said, hey, I've got a fever. I'm just going to sleep in, no alarm, and then judge if I can make it in. And I slept in and I felt pretty good. Just a mild headache. I slept in about two hours longer than I normally do. Well, no. I slept in about an hour longer than I normally leave the house, so I actually got like five additional hours of sleep. And bada boom, felt like a million bucks. Well, 75, 75 bucks. So I was like, hey, emailed work, hey, I'll be a little late, but I'll be in. I had myself breakfast, I got myself a shower, I packed myself lunch, I drove to work, and yeah, awesome. Got there about an hour and a half later than I normally do, or then work started about two hours later than I normally do. And um, I commenced to have one of the slowest days of work I've ever experienced. And it's because my direct supervisor is on vacation. And she sent that out to all our clients, and the majority of our clients think that we don't do any work when she's not around. Which isn't true, but that's not something we'd like to dispel, because it leads to slow days. And you know, had I been 100%, had I not been starting my vacation the next day, I wouldn't have minded a slow day. 
but there I was. You know, I busted my balls to make it to work even though I was feeling sick. And there was no work for me to do. I mean, there was. But all in all, I probably did half an hour's work for the entire time I was there. And not for me slacking, just for lack of work existing today. And as the day progressed, I sat in that cold, cold room. And I slowly started feeling colder and colder. To the point where I got my fingerless gloves out of my desk. And I borrowed the blanket from the girl across the cubicle for me. And I spent the last two hours bundled up at my desk on my exercise ball in a blanket, a jacket, fingerless, homemade fingerless gloves, black nylon gloves I got the fingers off of. And just shivered, basically. And I knew that this was a sign that whatever I had the night before was coming back. I also knew I was recording a podcast tonight, today, whatever. So I knew that I was going to be weird for that. I wasn't happy. I mean, mainly because I've got things I need to do when I get home. I've got to clean some litter boxes, I've got to do some dishes get the house ready while Asim is picking up her brother and family. We've got to order pizza because apparently um, the pizza that you can get around here, the local pizza shops, is radically different from the local pizza shops in California, and Asim's brother misses it, which I would too, because I love our local pizza. So I've got to make sure that there's pizza at the house when they get there. I've got to have some things done. And I'm just like, no, 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 I can't. I can't find myself sitting in the stairwell deciding whether or not it's worth it to live again. I've got shit to do and I'm going to be alone in the house. My daughter is once again with my parents. Can't fucking handle this. Fun fact, being sick is a great way to lose weight. I lost three and a half pounds yesterday to today. Um, mostly just, you know, from my body fighting the illness, using up fuel. I've decided that while I'm on vacation, I'm on vacation from the diet whenever I'm eating a meal with uh, Mark, my brother-in-law, and family. Because why the fuck not? I don't see him that often. Like, this is probably the third time I've seen him since I started dating his sister. Which I don't blame him for, he lives across the goddamn country. Whatever. But I'll be damned if I'm not going to share a slice of pizza from a local pizzeria. Or I'm not going to share a mug of beer from my favorite brewery. So I'm taking a vacation from the diet. But my goal was to continue on with the diet as much as possible while on vacation. Like, you know, only cheat 
on meals where I'm with them and continue to exercise. But today I did not exercise. I did not have time to jog for an hour. Because I, I slept in. If this sickness progresses like it did yesterday, I don't think I'm exercising tomorrow morning either. That's two days in a row not exercising. That's not okay for me. Not in my book. I have a habit of getting very close to my weight goal, or to my weight goal, and then just saying, fuck it, close enough. I'll just go back, you know, and I say, well, I'll just continue to eat healthier. And I do for a couple weeks. And I let myself cheat on that a little more, you know, adding honey to my tea, having, you know, oh, it's all right, I can have a candy bar here and there, it's fine, it's fine. Then it's not a candy bar, then it's a couple donuts. Then it's not a couple donuts, it's six dozen, or six, oof, not six dozen, it's six donuts, a half dozen donuts. I begin to gain the weight back. And I always set my goal weight for lower than I want to end up because that way I can fluctuate. So I want to weigh 160 pounds for my goal is 160 pounds and I want to weigh between or anything under 170. 165 being ideal. If I go under 160, hooray, but I'm not going to strive for it. Pardon me. I'm feeling nauseous. And uh, I might have to pause the podcast while I pull over and vomit. I would not like to do that, so here's hoping. You guys are successfully keeping me lucid, which is good to know. I haven't been playing any iPhone games in my head. I have had the heat cranked and I'm still cold. So I gotta make sure I drink a big glass of water when I get home. Gotta make sure. Is it starve a cold or feed a fever? Not the other way around. I feel that particular question is more in the zeitgeist than the actual answer. Everyone knows it's one of the two, and everyone knows it's a little funny to ask. But far less people actually know the answer. Is it because we're naturally more helpless than helpful? I don't know. I know I am. Anytime I'm looking out for myself, it's because I'm working against my greater nature, which is just to submit, to lay back, let things happen to me, hope that things go all right. But I've been doing that lately. I've been more active, been more passionate haven't let people walk all over me. 
and um, that's led to conflict and probably a weakening of some friendships. But I think overall it's what's better for me. Oh, I'm getting pretty warm, guys. I just now considered, uh, acting and, uh, faking passing out and, uh, or going under. But then I realized that there's no fucking way that this episode would be posted had that happened. So, I mean, maybe, maybe if I had you all enthralled and part of the journey, I could have faked you out, but I don't think that's happening. And it would be rather cruel of me. Funny, though. Definitely funny. Oh, I yawned. It hurt my back. I should have found a way to not let my body know that I was going on vacation. Made it a super secret vacation. Should have mailed in my time off request in a sealed envelope so my body couldn't catch wise and allow itself to get sick because it knows I'm going to be relaxing. My mom knew that I was going to be relaxing for a week. Why would she not warn me to keep my body in the dark? Goddamn body. Always, always fighting against me. Growing hair where I don't want it. Bruising where I don't want it. Rejecting piercings where I want them. Come on, man. Give me a fucking break. Getting fat, like, way easy. And losing weight. And keeping weight off. Whoa, hard. Stupid body. Gotta find a way to keep it in the dark. Where does it observe things? Does it observe things through my eyes? I feel like my eyes are what I observe things through, so maybe that's mine. Maybe it's body versus head. But I mean, we sh I don't refer to my eyes as not part of my body. Maybe if I wore a blindfold most of the time, Maybe. I would keep my body in the dark. So I wouldn't know when to get sick. Shoulda. Shoulda filled up. Should have filled up by my my mouth is so dry. Should have filled up a bottle of water or something. I'm so close to home. I can make it. I can make 
Well, this is what else is on my list? Topic thing. Sorry. Oh, this is so dry. I can't keep my body from swallowing every couple minutes, seconds, whatever. Time is relative. I got this. I got this. I'm like, I'm like eight minutes from home. Where my acetaminophen is, and my Robitussin, and my big glass of water. I'm fine. I got this. I got this. I mean, obviously I had it. If you're hearing this, am I right? I mean, it's not like. It's not like someone would get a hold of it and post it. I mean, my iPhone password's pretty easy to guess. But I mean... Anyway, my wife knows it already. But I don't... She wouldn't post it. She wouldn't post it. gonna make it home, honey. It's fine. You'll still see me when you get home from the, the air, airport. And I will have delicious, delicious Pennsylvania-style pizza, which is probably just Italian-style pizza. But. And I, 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 will, I will have, I will clean the sink out, and I will, I will, I will, I will scoop some litter boxes. We're all good. I'm, I'll make it home. I'll make it home. I've got so much to do yet in my life. I've got... I've got, um... I'm gonna see my daughter wake up. Grow up. Grow up. I mean, I'm sure I'll see her wake up here and there, too. It's a funny joke. <sighs> so hot in here. Some idiot had the heat on all the time, and is wearing a Ninja Turtle zip-up windbreaker. It is pretty badass. Fucking original Ninja Turtles too. Represent 1986. Okay. Playing iPhone games in my head to keep my keep my body awake. You won't be hearing from me again for a little while. Not until Thursday. 
hopefully, you know, I'm, I, you're hearing this, and I've made it home, and I'm not sick the entire fucking time. Stupid body and its dirty tricks. Turned on the cold air, it is good. It's cooling me down. It's cooling me down. Yeah. I'm gonna make it. Oh, now I have a headache. apologize for this. Fuck. Hopefully it was like suspenseful or something. You know? Uh, oh god, a bug in my windshield. Come on car, you can do it. Last thing I would need would be for this breakdown on me. In the sun. On a hill. I went... So close to my home. Yeah. Got this. Got this. Fuck yeah, I'm not gonna die here. Got shit to do. I got a movie to see tomorrow night. Got beers to drink tomorrow afternoon. Not gonna... Not gonna, not gonna pass out and hit a telephone pole. Or electrical pole. Or a ditch. Or a mailbox. No, I got this. I got this. Oh, rumble strips. Deep breath in and out. Oh, that hurts my back. I need to get more sleep. I don't have time. If I want to keep this weight off, if I don't want to be a fatty Kathy anymore, I gotta keep exercising. I mean, I've never been healthier in my life. I mean, as far as physically. I mean, you know what I mean. Oh, if only I had a job closer to, to where I live, you know. less restrictive hours. Well, I mean, we can thank, thank the Lord that, uh, that I've driven this route almost every day for the better part of seven or eight years. So I can practically do it asleep. Fucking Oof. Yep. I'm nearly home. I made it. Apologize for the last ten minutes. That was probably terrible to listen to. Hopefully Thursday morning I'll have a more entertaining episode for you. Oh my, sleepy, sleepy Sally. I could see my house from here. 
Oh, I need to... These aren't acceptable, these sick and tired casts. <laughs> well, um, thank you for keeping me awake and alive. If I don't end up embracing the dark, dark void on the uh, stairwell later today, I'll see you Thursday morning. Not tomorrow, Thursday morning. Thursday a week from tomorrow. This has been Jeff in Motion. Special Wednesday sick day edition. Uh, have a good day.